Think about what you did. <laughs> Nobody makes it to the end of these things. Come on. <laughs> the Broken Agenda Podcast. Sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology. <laughs> a car battery sitting on my floor in my dorm room hooked up to two 12-inch earthquakes. And I get a knock on the door. And it's like the vice dean of the, princ- of the, of the college. And he's like, you need to get that out of here right now. And I'm like, oh, is somebody complaining about the noise? He's like, the window below you cracked. And I was like, oh, crap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes, sir. I'll get it right out of here, sir. I told you. <laughs> like, it was awesome for about a week. <laughs> and then they made me get rid of it. But uh, anyway, but we're not talking about car. Maybe we should do an episode on car stereos. But we're not talking about that today. Um, what are we calling this? Is this election fraud or just elections in general? Just elections in general, I would think. Yeah. I, it was all right with you guys. I'm going to start with my story from today. Oh, yeah. Do you know where I was at today? No. Uh, this is cool. So I told Tyler a bit of it. So I, I got asked by one of the political organizations in our county to be a technical expert for viewing the um, orientation and setup of the, mail, of the voting machines for the entire county for the primaries. So I go out and I witness it and I interview the technicians and I go through all, and I got asked because of my expertise in cybersecurity. But I found out that anybody who wants to go, you don't have to be asked. Anybody who wants to go, it's, I think by law, it's a public thing, anybody can go. If you have the time, go. It is a cool experience. So I have never felt so comfortable in the use of electronic voting machines as I do after going to this thing. So the process is, is pretty buttoned up. I, I, I could find some flaws in it, but they would all require a conspiracy to pull off. Like it's no one person or two people are going to pull this off. But after the previous election, they bring them back to a secure facility. They're required to have a secure facility. They have to be locked up and under a security system. I mean, kind of like the one where they, they blew it up? Yes, the one down in was that Kentucky or whatever. Is that yeah, Tennessee? Tennessee, Tennessee. I think you're right. Tennessee. Yeah. Well, so, it, was yeah. A, it was a secure facility. Not much you can do about them blowing up. But I don't understand why they would blow it up unless. See, that was Dominion, though. See, I didn't. I didn't get to view Dominion machines. I was. E- <laughs> I sidetracked you. Though. ESS machines. So we're. We'll talk about. I'm just it trying now. to clarify secure. So all location. I can speak to is ESS, and yes, I. You know, Jimmy could absolutely blow this place up, but I'm not telling you where it is. <laughs> so you go in there, and um, they bring all the machines there. And they drive uh, USB dongles out from their main headquarters and they insert one into each machine. And that USB dongle clears the previous election from the machine and then installs new cryptographic keys into the machine. So now the thing is basically a brick with cryptographic keys pre-inserted. Then another team of people brings out new USBs that are also tied to specific machines that have matching cryptographic keys on them. They put those in and if you have the right key, to the right machine on the right USB, it will authorize it and it will let you load the next election into it. So you can't mix up USB dongles. You can't just make your own. You can't use these USBs, at least according to them. They're hard, they're hard coded. They're not writable, they're disposable. So they literally lock them down, they're like proms. Um, once it's in, you leave it in and then they test the whole thing. They, put, they cast a vote for every single candidate, every single ballot question, every single write-in, everybody gets one vote, exactly one. And then they print out, they use thermal paper, so there's no paper in the machines. So they put thermal paper in, it uses a thermal printer, kicks the, the same piece of paper out, and then you walk over and you feed it into the scanner. None of these machines are connected to Wi-Fi, no Bluetooth, no networking, no nothing. These are completely standalone devices. Those, US, those custom USBs is the only way you can communicate with them. The scanning machine is also the tabulator. That has no connection to the voting machines. So the scanner has no connection whatsoever. It was literally just plugged into a surge protector. That was it. You put the paper that came out into the scanner and it tabulates the votes off of what was printed on the scanner from the voting machine. The voting machine has no memory. So as soon as you hit done, it prints your paper, clears, it goes back to the start. So there's nothing stored on there. And then the tabulator, once you put your, your sheet feed in, scans it, tallies the votes, drops it into a safe uh, lockbox. And then at the end of the day, so he ran a report for me after he did one vote for everybody, and he was, if, if this is correct, if everything's properly calibrated, I should show a one next to when I close out this election next to every single candidate plus every single write-in category plus every single ballot question. And it was ones down the board, and he's like, now we know it's right. 
He goes, if any of these are not ones, I have to go back and redo it. And if it's still not ones, then there's something wrong. And we flag this machine and it leaves. So. And then how do you know, like, you know, if, is it and during the process if it stops working correctly? If what stops working? Well, if it stops tabulating things, like it, it works when you set it up, but then what happens during the vote day? Well, if you have a if you have a vote mismatch, like if you have so many ballots, but it's definitely not the right quantity of votes, then they have to recount. Um, so I guess that's definitely a possibility. So they'll tell the people that come in, they'll count people then when they evaluate the records at the end of the day. I am imagining there's a lot. What if of somebody doesn't vote here. for somebody or? Oh, no, they enter in no votes. No votes are counted. Oh, okay. So no votes are actually included on your sheet. You get it says, you know, no vote for this particular role. So yeah, all of that gets counted. Um, and then there's barcodes. It counts off the barcodes that get printed. Hmm. Um, yeah, a failure. Theoretically, it should tell you if it's having some sort of issue. If it doesn't, that might be grounds for a recount. But they keep the paper ballots for that purpose. And then you can mm -hmm. recount. Um, there were a few gaps I saw in the security <laughs> potential breaches. Like, for example, one I saw was there's nothing stopping a poll worker at the end of the day of looking through the book and seeing who didn't sign in in that region and walking over to the machine and casting votes on their behalf. The machine doesn't know who you are. No. Um, now, Granted, on the flip side of that, every poll worker at that poll would have to be in on it because it's going to be blatantly clear that you're over there casting votes. Um, so you would need to have the judge of elections plus all the workers and both parties involved in your scam for that to work. So it seems unlikely, um, but you could do that. What about um, the people taking the, the the vote sheets from one machine to the other? Well, the, being what able they to see what's on them. They take the USB dongle. Um, oh, okay. That's and the USB take. dongle then gets taken to one of two terminals. There's only two terminals in our county. So bigger counties might have more terminals. Uh, two terminals, both of them are in locked rooms. They are not connected to the internet. They only run a single application, and it is the vote tally application. So all of those USB dongles then come back to that room. They plug them in one at a time, upload the votes, and that's where the tally happens off the USB dongles. And you're saying that cryptographic code has to allow that USB to... Uh, USB has to match something in the second machine. No, in the in the in the terminals, the the universal cryptology. It's just it's encrypted, and they have the decryption key in the terminal. It's built into the terminal, so it recognizes it's one of their USBs. It decrypts the data and then uploads it into the database. Um, so that's how they do it. And then all of the paper ballots are just stacked and just kept in case there has to be a recount. And they're usually kept by district, so you have by district sorted by machine. So you know which ballots came from which machine and which district. So, I mean, it's a pretty buttoned up process. It, it actually, it gave me a lot more faith in the digital process. It actually gave me a lot less faith in the write-in process. Um, as I was talking to those guys, because it seems like that is not nearly as buttoned up. Um, and they wouldn't get into that. They're like, we're not here for that purpose. But... I don't know. It was fascinating. I thought it was, I thought it was something everybody should do at some point in their life. Like go and see this happen, watch them go through. And they set up every machine individually. It's not like they're doing these things in bulk. They're walking around going to every machine. They probably spend 30, 40 minutes on each machine. And there were 800 plus machines. Um, and they're going to every single one and they've got a deadline. They're going to work until two in the morning if they have to, because they have to get them done in time for the election. So yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fascinating process. So, and they keep all their records too to prove that they did what they're supposed to do. So, I don't know. I know a lot of people want to knock this stuff. I was impressed. So, that was ESS. I don't know about Dominion. Never seen one of their machines. They've never been used in Pennsylvania. I did find an article though. So, you know how like Dominion was the big target for, for Trump and the MyPillow guy and everything. And, yeah. you know, a lot of the conservatives were saying Dominion was shifty. Um, they were trying to say ESS was shifty on the other side. They had ties lobbyists that approached the GOP and ties to GOP, high-level GOP representatives and things like that. So I don't know if all of this is just setting the framework for a claim of fraud or if there's actual fraud. or I don't know why lobbyists for a voting machine company should even be allowed into Washington. I mean, how is that even a thing? Like, I think that lobbyists should be outlawed. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm in. Lobbying should just be outlawed and done. I agree. I don't even understand why that's legal. That's a criminal act. It kind of is. I, it's right up there with lynching. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think it is. No, Tyler blew my mind. Did you hear about the new lynching law? No. Well, when you were previously lynching, it was okay. But now there's a law that you can't lynch. Oh. Yeah. So it's like so if you kill somebody, but if you kill somebody with hate in your heart, so not when you kill somebody with love, oh. but if you kill somebody with hate in your heart, then it's a hate crime, right? But if you kill somebody with hate in your heart and it involves rope, I assume, now it's murder, hate crime, lynch. So it's like a, it's like a trifecta of murder. So that's like, it's like killing three people. It's like getting three first degree murders. Yes. Yes. You killed them three times and... Oh. I don't, I don't understand any of this. I don't understand. Even a hate crime doesn't make sense to me. Like all, all violent crimes are hate crimes. Yeah. Like I didn't punch that guy in the face because I liked him. Yeah. Because I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't stand the sight of him. I hated that son of a bitch. And, <laughs> like, at I least wanted right to rearrange his face. Yes. <laughs> that is exactly why. <laughs> They're all hate crimes. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's almost, you know what it is? It's dismissive and insulting to regular murder. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about regular murder. Yeah. Guys, about regular murder's feeling? Guy's running around. He's got like record slaughter, 30 people, and yeah. he's all disappointed because he's not getting any spotlight. Thought he was going to make the books. Yeah. Like he was going to be on ESPN or whatever. waiting to get that. a movie written about him. Yeah. And, stuff. and then it wasn't hate crime and some guy that does three, but he gets the trifecta because he did it all with a rope. And he chose the right people, I guess. I don't even know how you do that. <laughs> It's a catch twenty two. Yeah. Someone's he always gets credit getting, for like seventy five. Someone's always getting slotted. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Injustice. Yeah. Injustice, Jimmy. <laughs> it's the regular murderers of the world. <laughs> wow, we derailed that one pretty good. You know what we need? We need a bracket of murders. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that. We'll get a bracket going. Could be our thing. It's every week. Uh, so anyway that was my story so that's i literally did that this morning it was it was pretty cool so and so i imagine that's not happening again that's that was like a one-day event uh they're doing it all week oh so people can go down all week i think observers are allowed in the entire work that they're the other entire week they're calibrating the machines you're allowed in there's a special entrance you have to stay between the cones you're supposed to let them know you're coming you have to fill out a form so they have your name and the date you're going to come on the form. Yeah. So like I was there yesterday and they got a late start. I had to reschedule for today. They made me fill out another form today. So I had a form on file for today's date, which I'm fine with that. I want to know who was there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, they'll give you the form on site. If you didn't have one, they'll be like, here, just fill it out real quick before you go in there. So, but it was pretty neat. So That's go. Interesting. What did you find? That was my story. I just wanted to tell it. I thought it was pretty neat. Uh, I don't know if what I found is necessarily relevant, but, uh, we talked about like election fraud stuff and I had just done a search a cursory search because I, I sit pretty middle of the road and I feel like every election that's close the losing side says there there was fraud present uh, so it was just a fa- uh, funny to see that uh, well let me before we even get into what yeah. you found do you believe election fraud happens I say I don't I don't know uh I, I I really can say I don't know. What about you? What do you think? I mean, I didn't really used to think it did. I, I sort of just figured it was... I always figured they choose the two anyway. I always figured, like, we're we're just under the misconception that we have a choice. And well, I, I, mean, I don't know about really, that. I'm pretty sure the Republicans did not choose Donald Trump. They, they seem to be true. more furious than the Democrats about. They, the Democrats seem to giddy because they thought he was going to well, be in the cakewalk in 2016. Yeah. It seems like it, <clears throat> it's it's all starting to get like it's it's really changed over the last maybe ten years. You know, I mean, I would have I used to think it was probably I wouldn't have thought that there was fraud. I guess I don't know. But you do now. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess the more I think about it, as I'm like, be, as the older I get, and the more I hear things and see things, and I think about common sense and the things that I see and hear, you know, in the media that lack common sense, and then you can obviously see the double talk, and you see decisions that are being made that are blatantly, like, it's like a decision making is is completely corrupt like just the way they handled the entire election last time i mean 
not people not having to show ID. I mean, you can't just like, you can't just do all that. They did, they did so many different things that were just like, just an, an entire, it's like they broke the system intentionally. And then it's almost as if they had some plan in the back end ready to go for when they broke the system. Well, let's get into that you for know? a second. Like, I want to ask you this. So have you ever heard of the 2005 Carter Baker commission? No. All right. So the, they came up with this for basically what you were saying. A bunch of people said things don't feel like they're rock solid. And I think this was a response. I think you had talked about this off camera earlier, or maybe it was you, to the Bush-Gore election. And I think this was mm-hmm. a response to that where they were like, hey, <clears throat> seems to be a little shaken faith here going on. Let's Maybe we should lock stuff up. So this Carter Baker was up was a bipartisan commission, and it was fairly well supported on both sides. This is not... You know, this is not one side or the other side. It was it was pretty much across the board. Everybody said, yeah, this is rock solid. And I think there's uh, seven items on here. So I'm going to read them off one at a time. And I'm going to ask you about each one and ask if we're doing them now. So this is 2005. This is 17 years ago. And this was supposed to be implemented. So item number one, the first recommendation that came out of the Carter-Baker Commission was increase voter ID requirements. Okay. So are we doing that? Pennsylvania is, right? Do you have to show an ID? Well, no, no, they completely annihilated that. I mean, actually, didn't isn't that why isn't that why the MLB pulled the All Star game out of Georgia because they required ID? I could have sworn I showed ID the last time I voted. You can to. show ID, but you don't have to. I feel like I had to. Well, you didn't have to. You didn't have to on the last election. I've never shown ID. They just yeah, I give. I've shown I, ID before that. Now, at my polling place, I give them my name. And then they find me with my signature and I have to match signatures. Yeah. But I've never had a show an ID. Yeah. Yeah, I guess maybe I, I'm trying to think. It wasn't even that long ago. Well, I'm fairly positive in the last five years, if you even suggest that you have to show an ID, I think you get called racist. Isn't that now a racist thing? I'm not being facetious here. Like, no, yeah. I remember that whole controversy over the... We used to have to go in and show our ID. Did we? I We did when we voted. We always went with our ID and... Okay. Yeah, maybe it's just maybe maybe we just got it out automatically. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember ever being asked for it. I I vaguely we, remember we would showing go in it with our ID okay. and give our name and in hand and up till probably. The See, most I don't recent. think Pennsylvania ever had an ID requirement. I, I think you probably could have been like, "I forgot my ID. Can you just look me up?" And they would have. Yeah, I think that we just get your ID. We're going to vote. Okay. I get that. So, and I do know that Georgia had a big, big stink with this. Texas had a big stink with there's a couple of states. Was it Ohio? One of them, a bunch of states. They got really, really, really embroiled in some ugliness over start trying to, or successfully implementing voter ID requirements. So we're 17 years divided. Number one has not happened. In fact, the war against voter ID has been aggressively ongoing. Why would it be a, why on earth would would people, why would that be an argument? I don't even, well, they do man on the street interviews where they go into like Harlem and they talk to a bunch of people that are theoretically the people they're trying to protect. And they go, do you have an ID? And they're like, yeah, I never leave the house without it. And like, do you know where the DMV is? And they're like, it's on 42nd street, two yeah. blocks up, one block over. They're yeah. like, why would I not know that? <laughs> they're, yeah, like, they're claiming that black people don't have IDs. It's racist. It's flat out racist to assume that they're not what, smart uh, enough to get an I ID. Don't, I don't know that they don't have IDs. I, I mean, I don't, I just assume everybody gets an ID when they're 16. I knew people without like, a photo ID. You do? I did. They have one now because they had to learn to drive in their 20s. But well, so I would think... Who did think you know without a photo ID? There were some people I worked with uh, didn't have an ID until they were in their 20s. Tw- a photo ID other than like a college... Well, they probably got the ID when they either wanted to drive... That's what it was. ...wanted yeah. to go and vote, or like there were certain things they probably grew into adulthood and decided... Well, even that, though, is kind of a ridiculous it. you know, comparison because you can't go into a federal building without showing an ID. You can't fly without showing an ID. True. Uh, you can't buy cigarettes without showing an ID. <clears throat> or alcohol. vape products or alcohol. <clears throat> we have, you can't buy marijuana <clears throat> even with your marijuana card without an ID. Like we, we, we require ID for almost everything. So if you don't have one, voting is the least of your issues. There's yeah. a ton of stuff you can't You can't get an apartment lease without an ID. So you got to still be working at home. You're definitely not buying a house. So you can't get housing without an ID. 
So the only reason you would be over the age of 16 or over the age of 18 without an ID is if you're a man child. If you're still living in your parents' house and you've got some cash job yeah. on the side. Is that what your buddies were? That's, that's a lot of like <clears throat> 20s people. They ain't voting. Yeah. Okay, I man, right. man child or female child, whatever. I don't want to be sexist. They ain't voting. Like, you're kidding me? They're playing Fortnite until 3 a.m. and they're going to their, yeah. their job washing dishes at the Red Lobster just to make enough money to you know buy weed. I <laughs> like, that's what man, I've known of many. Like, I'm, you know. It's almost like they just came up with a narrative and promoted it as well, if it was a fact. And I don't understand how. But it, it's insulting. It's an insulting narrative. Yeah. It implies that an entire race of people are incapable of figuring out how to get a piece of plastic with their face on it. Like they can't fill out a form. <laughs> but that's not even what they were insinuating. They just made it sound like, you know, they didn't have it. Like it was like, no, you're doing it. Well, deliberately no, but they were saying keep- they were saying that they couldn't get it. Like they didn't have the resources because of systemic racism. They didn't have the resources to get an ID or they lived in inner cities where getting ID wasn't available. Every inner city has a DMV like that. That's a, it's a, it's an invented line. It's a racist argument. Even if you can't drive, can't you just go to like a local municipal government to get a, yeah, just, get a yeah, state just ID. to just get a state ID. ID. Yeah. yeah. It's they're the exact same thing. Just one, one includes drive. the yeah. driving functionality. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, I don't have a CDL, mm-hmm. but if I wanted to get one, I just have to go and get a CDL, you know, yeah. take the test and do it. Yeah. I, so this list of things you just, you fired this first thing off of this list. What was your intent of this list that you created? Here? I was just fascinated that we've had all of the stuff that we're dealing with now pretty much outlined for almost two decades and we've done nothing. All right, let's go okay. to the next one. Minimize, not maximize, minimize the use of mail-in ballots which, and this is a quote from the Carter-Baker Commission, which remains the largest source of potential voter fraud. Well, we just ramped up mail-in ballots to the highest level ever seen in history in the last two years. Yeah, because you had like an a, like a unprecedented scam that was just run on this election. Well, and I think that's I mean, why was, people think it was stolen, is the mail-in ballots. It, yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got you're still counting ballots a week later. They still counting them. It feels like you're just changing the numbers every day. They literally spared no expense, right? So they like they loaded the polls. There are people at the polls that are doing unethical things. They increased mail-in ballots. No one has to show ID. They did everything they could. Do you know why? To completely like make sure that they're like it was such a, a mess that you know it was impossible for them if to they not can be able to shatter people's faith in the states being able to run elections then it makes the argument for a federal takeover yeah they don't want if, if people and like i don't and even want to if the I don't even, take over you truly really can't have fraud yeah so like they don't want people to vote they're just trying to discourage people from voting is that what you're no saying? they're just trying to make a mess of it and then they can say see yeah. pennsylvania can't handle their voting how can we trust these states? And then, to do and then, it? of course, and then, why would you even allow? Like, if you didn't count the votes, okay, you're disqualified. Sorry, move on. Sorry, Pennsylvania, your votes don't count because you're a bunch of idiots and you couldn't get your votes counted on time. Well, if you pulled that article I sent you, but then I guess you know it depends how everything goes for that. Like, the losing team is going to say, "Well, if we would have had Pennsylvania or this or that," like. Yeah, but hold on. There's a lot more to this. Scroll down. Go way down. So this is actually now people are going to bust my chops on this because it's Mark Levin. But right in there, you're right in there. So there is um, a documented history here of how we got here. And maybe it's, you scroll up a little bit. Yep. Obviously, Section 1, Clause 2, Article 2 states that the states are responsible for elections. Like the, the, the federal constitution says that the feds cannot take over elections. But this goes through every, I think it was this one, is it in here? It goes through every step that was done to undermine, now you're down further. And maybe I'm down too far. No, you gotta go down further, down further. I think. Uh, I mean, there was a series of steps. I mean, uh, the Biden's campaign hired 10,000 people to go to the polls and interact. They lobbied the states, um, specifically Pennsylvania, Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, sound familiar. They lobbied those states to violate, to get the executive branch to ignore the federal constitution. And basically their argument was it'll take them years to fight it in courts. We can do this now. So they got the executive to ignore article two, which states that 
the, the, not only are the states responsible for their elections, their election process, but the only way you can make a change to that election process is through the legislature. That is the only way. There is no other method allowed by our Constitution. And basically in the, the 2020 election, they went out and lobbied the states, the governors, and said, eh, screw the Constitution, do it anyway. And what, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, you'll get in trouble two years later when the courts finally get a hold of it, but it'll be done. Don't worry about it. So they never had the right. Tom Wolf and PA never had the right to extend mail-in ballots by like four weeks in front and a week in the two weeks behind. They never had a right to suspend identification laws. They never had a right to suspend procedural laws, add drop boxes, um, do all the things they did because they never ran through the legislature. That's what I mean. How you, it's it's I as if that's as if yeah. they spared they spared nothing. I mean, they did every single thing that you could possibly do to disrupt the election. It's disturbing. It's it's really oh yeah. It's actually talking about Pennsylvania there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really screwed the pooch in PA. I think of all the states I've. I mean, Nevada was a mess, and there was some very 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 disturbing allegations of fraud in Nevada. Um, Arizona was almost as bad. Um, but PA, I think, take, takes the cake in 2020. I think they were an absolute, and I, I 100% lay this at the feet of, of Tom Wolf and his attorney general. Like, it was just a cluster from day one. And they, whether intentionally or not, I don't know, but they made an absolute mess of the entire electoral process. Anyway, we're, we're at the break point here. Let's, uh, let's let somebody else talk for a hot second here. We'll keep this going. Thanks, guys push is I don't want to censor anybody. He's like, I believe in free speech. He's like, I'm not saying the left or the right is correct. I'm saying that both of them should, as long as they're not committing a crime, both should have a platform to speak their mind. Why do you think Dorsey left? I think Dorsey left because he saw, I, I personally, when Dorsey left, it was during a period when I think it was something like Tyler it was like 65 CEOs all resigned within two weeks. Right? Yeah, was that was a, around the, all the... I think what they were all seeing was this pending recession. I think they wanted to, because when you're a CEO, you can't sell your shares. So if you go into a recession as CEO, you're stuck with your shares as all your stock prices start to plummet. And I think a lot of these CEOs were looking at the market as a whole and saying, we're in for some tough times here. Let's step down, sell off a significant portion of our shares so we're liquid, so that when the recession hits, even if our company tanks, it doesn't hurt us personally. And I think that's what was happening. A lot of these guys came to the same conclusion at the same time and said, you know what? That's fine. I'm out. Yeah, because everybody was uh, saying that they're, everybody was linked to the to the uh, uh, the, tr- the child sex. Epstein. I, you know what? And, and this is the point. I mean, it seemed a little crazy to me. Like, it, it seemed like so many people, like, I mean, granted, there's probably a lot, some people that are, but it seemed a little too overwhelming to really. I feel like we could do a whole episode on this Epstein thing and still not ever get anywhere. Um, yeah, what the f- you're not going to get anywhere. Well, you're not going to get anywhere. It's yeah, so they, buttoned up. Get yeah, anywhere yeah, with they, the courts. Yeah, you're right. Whatever happened with, didn't and Maxine yeah, Gisling well Gis- Gis- Maxwell. Did she they got, ever release anything? No. She went to jail for peddling children to. But she men, named but, names, didn't she? No. I oh mean, yeah, maybe. she did. They just closed they the closed courtroom. They sealed it. Mm-hmm. They closed the courtroom down. Got the video cameras out and quieted it all up. And the fraternity carries on. See, it's I, the same I freaking crew that's on both sides of the of the aisle in the in the uh, Democrat and Republican Party. It's the same freaking pack of. I will people say, that I, are, I have I have always had mixed mixed reviews on Donald Trump, and I have had things I love about him and things I hate about him. But one of my favorite things about him is when he threw um, Giswell's Epstein. Epstein, when he threw Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago because he was hitting on a 15-year-old girl at his club. And one of the members complained to one of the employees, and the employee told Donald. And Donald walked into the dining room, walked up to Epstein's table, and said, get out of my club, and threw him out. It was like, and, and anybody that says, oh, Trump was in all that stuff, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure you don't throw your pimp out of your club for doing what pimps do. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that pretty much sealed it. That was back in like 2010 or 2012 or something like that. But yeah, he told him, get out and don't ever come on one of my properties again. You're a pervert. So, see the oh, we're recording. We're recording? Yeah. Oh, we're 
We started again? Yeah. Do you want to take a break? Oh, no. I thought you were <laughs> Sorry. We were having a good conversation. I we thought I'd start running. Okay. So you can leave if you want. You don't no. have to stay. No, I'll <laughs> Go get a beer. You can get a Go beer while we're recording. Oh, you just Go ahead. Everybody me. hang tight. I'll, Jimmy's going to get a beer. I'll hologram you in. Yeah. We're just going to, we'll do a, it'll, well, it won't be you. Cut out. It won't be you. It'll be Diddy. <laughs> but don't hit the camera. All right. Um, no, this whole thing, I, I don't know what to think about all this. This Maxine, this Gislein, Maxwell, whatever stuff. I, this whole Epstein situation blows my mind. What I will say, though, is it makes a lot more sense than a lot of very, very wealthy CEOs who own most of their wealth tied up in stocks um, all decided to cash out because the market outlook was taking a severe nosedive. Did dive, yeah. Because, I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize that, too. You cannot sell your stock as a CEO. Like that, that there's no better way to kill morale yeah, than, than to start dumping. And plus it could look like insider trading too. Yep. Um, so you don't ever want to be accused of that. So if you want to cash out, if you built something that you want to get your money out of, you've got to you step down. Yep. So, and I think that's what we were seeing with the big, I, so I, I, I don't want to give Dorsey a pass because I think Dorsey's a, a giant turd pile. Um, he basically is Satan's taint. But isn't he buddies with Elon? Yeah. Aren't they starting? Well, like, I don't know if they're they have like a, buddies, but they have some relationships together. Yeah. Look them up. Some Look of, up. Uh, I, I already did. Oh, you, oh, Are they you're, friends? You're that's good. what I put. Uh, they're partnering on some Sustainable. Stuff. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. Well, that's what you have to understand, though, about Elon. And I don't know Dorsey well enough, but I follow Elon. Elon will work with anybody. Yeah. I mean, he works with everybody. He does not care. He also doesn't shut his mouth. So he'll say anything and he'll work with anybody. He just doesn't want to be boxed in. Like, that's really like his only rule. Like, just don't tell me what to do. <laughs> that's that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Dorsey was Elon's worst enemy four years ago and now they're partnering on something. Because Elon's like, hey, if you got a good idea, let's do this. Yeah. I get 51% ownership. And if I tell you to shut up, you have to shut up. <laughs> that's how Elon works. <laughs> but... Um, no, it's I, I I don't follow Dorsey, so I don't want to start spreading any type of conspiracy rumors or anything. But I don't I don't I don't know that I'm 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 not quick to jump on the Epstein bandwagon only because I feel like that's a hell of an accusation to make. Yeah, um, and it just it seemed and, like God is everybody involved. I know it just seemed like it got a little like too much. Well, and they even did a good job like, of. I guarantee you, there were some people that went to his island that had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and then um, they just happened to be there. Like, yeah, well, they did a good job of making sure people from all walks of life were there to hide yeah. the shifty stuff. Yeah, like because there are some people that I'm like, I don't, I'm not buying it. They were they were doing this. What about but, Clinton? I that Clinton was diddling everything from four year olds and up. Like that guy, it was like a, that guy's a savage. Well, Hillary watched. I don't even. Ew. Yeah. Oh. It, it that was like you know at two a.m. when the real it was like at two a.m. when the real party started. You know. I don't know. Everybody goes home. And they bring out the kitties. You know. Then the that's when the it's like Deadpool said, all these old white people and me without my rape whistle. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a sick. The, the whole thing is. It's a pretty good documentary on it on Netflix. That whole like scandal they talked to a bunch of the girls. I haven't watched that one. Is it good? I, yeah, I mean, I followed some of. It's a good doc. I, I followed some of it for a little while, and I was like, "Why am I watching this?" Like, I don't know. I I can only watch that stuff so much. Like, do I really want to know? Like. I want to know, but those documentaries never actually tell you. Like, they lay out all the reasons why it's messed up, but there's never any answers in there. There's not. Yeah, I'd say that one. They did interview the Virginia Guffrey girl or whatever. Okay. The one who's, like, the head of the... She has the major lawsuit. Yep. She's the one who brought down Prince Andrew. How have they not killed her yet? I don't know. She's in Australia. Is she hiding in Australia? I don't think she's hiding, technically, but... Okay. Not after the documentary, anyways, but... It's crazy, you know, how any kind of like, uh, like trial that involves a peasant has a sure clean cut verdict, but any trial that involves these people at the top is always foggy. Are we peasants? And there's it's never a, darn it, we're peasants. The law works based on how much money you have. Yeah, I know. Mm. How much can you spend to hide? It's the, the fraternity getting people in places, you know, cover Illuminati. Yeah, they're just like all hanging out, doing their thing, covering each other's asses. 
In the days of accountability, Jimmy. The days of accountability. Back you know, in our day. That's how old we are. I think what, like, you know, Ed, like when you're growing up through life, like you want to be in the frat. And then when you see like how you see how all these organizations and how it really gets disturbing to I'm, see what goes on there. I'm the, good at those things. What's that? No, I mean, Kissing ass all the time. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate cults of personality. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I'm just, that's not my game. It's like text me and then I just never talk to you again. Yeah. No, and I, you said if you want to be in the frat. I never wanted to be on the frat. Even when I was in college, I never joined a frat. I was like, no. I, I was joined like, one. Did you? But I didn't do that. I would have joined a frat. Hazing, basically, and then I was done. I, I would have started a frat. <laughs> I did start a frat. I actually I started a frat and a company in college. I'm not really. But I wasn't a, joining somebody else's frat. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not really like. I'm not a team player. Yeah, me neither. I'm, I'm, like, I'm a team player like if you're the, on my team. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be my team. <laughs> exactly. Yo, let's make a team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As long as I'm I'm captain. <laughs> captain, no spare. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't know. We got a little off topic there, but it does kind of tie in. I mean, I mean, the real, the only real question I want to know with the Epstein thing is: Did Hillary personally kill him, or did she send somebody? <laughs> wasn't it? There was somebody else in her life that died in a prison cell when the cameras didn't work by hanging themselves, and the guards never saw anything. That's right. And, uh, uh, every, wasn't it? It was like twenty years ago. A campaign or something. Yeah, it was somebody in like their in like their Arkansas campaign. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a while ago, but it was like the exact same scenario. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading about that around the time Epstein offed himself. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like I feel like Hillary's doing this dirty business herself. I don't think she's sending she's anybody. She's walking in, just walking, and she's walking in like prim and proper too. Like she's not wearing like a she ninja has, suit. No, she's she, got the high heels. She on. has. Yeah, a, she looks like the like the like the the queen mother. Like she's got a little purse with the bent arm, and she yeah. walks in, and you know, the gloves. Does, yeah, the gloves are on. Yeah, uh, she looks over, gives a nod. I'm, I guarantee you, she called him Jeffrey. Right before she murdered him. And then they She's know. Like, Jeffrey. <laughs> she, she gives the nod and then they know which server to email her on. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> well played. Indeed. She's just so evil. <laughs> She's just so evil all the time. Why is she so evil? Uh, all right. So where, right, where did we leave Where are we at on your list? Oh, I, we're still doing a list. Oh, yeah. We didn't even get the. All right. So we did the. Uh, the mail-ins, which mm-hmm. whatever, disallow ballot harvesting by third parties. This was a huge one in 2022. They were doing tons of ballot. Do you know what ballot harvesting is? No. Uh, it's, it's like when you send ballots out. Let's say like a good example is a retirement home. You send ballots out to a retirement uh, home, and then you go there, and you collect all the ballots. Yeah. You take them, deliver them, help them, fill them out. Take yeah, them and it's a huge source of um, fraud because a lot of times, especially in impoverished areas, what they'll do is they'll get everybody ballots, and then they'll tell them, we'll come and collect it. And if you vote the right way, we'll give you $200. And they pay those people. Yeah. Those yeah. people make a good amount of money and going and rallying, uh, rallying votes. Yep. And then, you know, you're buying, you're buying votes, but you know, you see any of those videos with the that? The problem is an American would never do that. Like somebody who grew up, not never, but much less likely, but there are countries where that is the common practice. Mm-hmm. And so they do this a lot in immigrant communities where you've got parents or grandparents that grew up in that country and they don't think anything's wrong with it. They're like, oh, this is how you do it. I vote your way. You give me $200. Handshake. I'm moving on. Um, so I was watching some videos of people in the inner city. They were like, this. that's what they did. That's how they made their money during the the voter voting season. Okay. They'd go out and they would hustle to the highest bidder how many votes you want. How, how much you paying? Like $30,000, I'll bring you X amount of votes. Like they were getting paid. There's a bunch of like YouTube videos that you were watching where they're sitting in negotiations and people were like secretly Jesus. filming them. It's, it was horrendous. That's a career they didn't teach me in yeah. like high school, like career. So guys. this, yeah, they're, what the, I, uh, that'd be awesome. Engineer my ass. That's a savvy entrepreneur, but the person gives not one rat's ass about the country or nope. the voting system or anything like, you know, how, how you even get yourself in a situation where you're just selling votes to the highest bidder and you're going through your neighborhood, not even based on who, like if you, you think somebody should be in office, you're just like, you know, is that better or worse than selling crack? I don't, I mean, I guess it's the same. It is crack, right? Top down philosophy though, right? We talked about lobbyists. 
you're given votes based on what they give you. Well, and if you're not going to enforce your own laws, you're going to open a window for that type of behavior. And if you open a window, somebody's going to come in it. Like there's always somebody waiting to make a quick buck, always somebody waiting to, you know, do the easy gig. Like the thing that I can cash out in the next few weeks and get $30,000 if I just put some hustle in. I guess the real problem is that there are people willing to write those checks. Oh, there's always morally loose people. It's not It's not the pe- person getting the check. It's both sides. It's there's like, the person willing to do it and there's the person willing to pay for it. Both of them are morally defunct. But you got to think, look at, look at society as a whole. We've got people willing to destroy entire relationships over winning an argument on Facebook. If winning an argument that means nothing on Facebook is worth your closest friend, how much would you do to have control of a governorship, have control of a Senate seat, have control of the presidency? I mean, we live in a society where winning is everything. And, and people will, teach people will burn everything to win for free. Imagine what it means when money's involved. You know, that's funny you say that because the other, we were watching, just watching TV, right? And I noticed all the commercials were a winning and losing side. A fight, fight. There was many fights, every, commercial after commercial, fighting, fighting, winner, loser, winner, loser, winner, loser. So if, when you watch TV, like pay attention to that, like how the commercial stream goes. I don't haven't seen a commercial in like eight years. Uh, well, I don't watch much TV, but like I go up, my wife loves to watch TV. So every time I go up in the living room, um, but I did notice that a trend of how the, how the, the feeling of the commercials went. I, I will say, and this is totally off topic. We're losing our minds again, but um, I don't, I haven't had cable since 2000. 14, 15, something like that. I, I've never missed it. I never really watched it that much to begin with. And um, But my in-laws are huge TV people. It's on all the time. They watch it all, and they watch cable. You don't realize how messed up commercials are until you only see them two or three times a year. And instead of them being a constant annoyance in your daily life, they are a thing that you study because they're unique to you. Commercials are messed up. Like if you watch them, the demographics are weird. Uh, the messaging is odd. The way that they present themselves is not natural. Like the whole thing is very surreal when you walk away and then come back. Especially now. And especially now, I've noticed them even more in the last two years. Right now, it's like it's watching commercials is just almost like it's just disturbing. Yeah, it is. It's very odd. Um, and I, I talk to my in-laws about it, and they don't notice it because they're on all the time. They just kind of it's white noise to them. But I wonder how much of that seeps in, that osmosis, learning through osmosis concept, where you're constantly hearing it, and you don't think about it, but then you start regurgitating it. Yeah. Which I guarantee happens. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Now, do you, do you ever like no. wander back into the commercial world? Not really. No, okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, then you're useless to me. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> and this conversation. Completely. It's totally useless to this conversation. All right, next topic. So ballot harvesting, bad. Uh, all right, number four, purge voter rolls of all ineligible or fraudulent names. That was the big issue in Nevada and Arizona, where they were tons. Dead people voting. Dead people voting. People that moved out of the state years ago were voting using abandoned lots as their address. Like, they have verifiable issues with all of this. So clearly we're not doing that. Number five, allow election observers to monitor ballot counting processes without restraint or obstruction. Well, this, this has been a huge topic for the last two years. Weren't they kicking people out? Yeah, they wouldn't even let them in. They wouldn't even let them in? Yeah, you can stand over there by that wall. Yeah. Like where your bathroom's at? Yep. Yeah, you can call right there. We're counting over here. We can't see what you're doing. Can't see what you're doing over there. Are you going to be mouthy, sir? You have to get out. Get out of here. I mean, we're like, he's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. All right, so we're not doing that one. Have we done any of these yet? What are the requirements? So. We went the opposite way. Um, Mail-in went the opposite way. Ballot harvesting, at least as bad as it always has been, if not worse. Purge voter rolls, at least as bad. Allow election observers going the opposite way. Uh, number six, ensure the voting machines are accurate in their tabulations. I went today and did that. I didn't see Dominion, but I don't know. Clearly, some people think that's not happening. Um, I think that one... I think that you breach that when you gather all the machines, put them in a building, and blow it up. All right, so you got to tell that story because it's the second time you brought it up. <laughs> so that was Tennessee. Can you look that up? Like, pull up an article on that, like the the Tennessee uh, voting, so we can get some actual facts here. So it's not it's not Jimmy doing his Jimmy thing. Uh, Tennessee voting machines explosion. 
Nashville, Nashville bombing. Here we go. Wait, that says. <laughs> now wait, hold on. Actually, pick a real media source, not USA Today. This is Reuters. Is that? Uh, real, Reuters, I don't know. <laughs> Reuters is liberal, but they're not the worst. Um, I don't know if there's anybody who's nonpartisan anymore. I mean, I guess go with Reuters. Let's see what they have to say. I honestly, you know, I think if I was on the winning side of this last election, I think I'd still be appalled. Well, I mean, I don't understand. And I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that the winning side is appalled with the outcome, not with the process. I think the, I think that the Democratic side is very happy and very pleased with how things went. Well, and to realize like the extent of the things that went into this election and how they. So many things were were rigged at every turn. Well, I don't know that they were rigged. I don't know it's, that for sure. But what I will say is, why are you going to fight accountability? Like, look, legally, you cannot overturn the 2020 election. You can't. It can't be done. Like, there are laws in place that even if they, it was turned out that it was fraudulent and Biden didn't win, he is the president. At this point, there's no way to overturn that. The sake of our, for the sake of our democracy, for our republic, not our democracy. Everybody should be offended. Why are you not like, yes, let's aggressively investigate this and figure out, do we have a a rock solid voting system to reinstill faith? And, you know, the people on the right seem to really want that, even knowing that you're not going to overturn anything. I don't know anybody on the left that supports investigating voter integrity. They seem to fight it all the time. And... I mean, I don't know. Was it like that in 2016? I don't remember that. Was the right fighting against an investigation? I remember was when an that investigation f- called for. When that first that came up, was it, was it Gore? Was that really the first? That's the first time. Well, I that one, no, Gore, that one was different. Gore Bush was hanging Chad. Yeah, hanging stuff. Chad's, but Gore conceded very quickly. Yes, yeah, did. so it was not the same thing. It wasn't like 2016 where Hillary was like, "No, I won. This is crap." <laughs> like yeah. that was the first one in my memory where it was a, a losing candidate refused to let go. And then Trump was the second one when he lost in 2020. Um, or lost, I don't know, depending on how you feel. Um, yeah, it gradually got worse and worse. Well, it got worse because they were two of the closest elections in history. They weren't the closest, but they were two of the closest in a very polarized environment with very diametrically opposed opinions. And it seems like it's always a couple states at the end that are just enough to sway it. There, It's always states at the end that have enough electoral votes to, call a spade a spade. To, to, make, Pennsylvania fucking up. to make the election go. Well, what did you got? You got Florida's another big one. Yeah, Florida, PA, Ohio. And then um, another Georgia, Arizona I, or Georgia Nevada. Georgia nowhere. I don't know how that's blue. That doesn't make any isn't sense. Arizona or Nevada another big Arizona, for some reason, was a factor in 2020. Nevada was a factor in Well, they're high electoral votes. Right? Well, those are smaller electoral votes. So the well, big electoral what votes. What are the big ones, the big ones Do you have that map the, still? The big ones are Florida, PA, and Ohio. Okay. Those are the big purple states. That are, they always seem to, they always seem to be the last. You know, it always seems to come down to like the, the vote, the, the election is over. But the two states that have enough electoral votes to swing okay, it one way on. or the other. Are they the last, or is it our coverage? Because hold on, we're talking about this. Let's talk about this. Number seven. I'm going to skip number six. Oh no, we are on number seven. Encourage news organizations to delay the release of any exit poll data until the election has been decided. That's actually on the Carter Baker Commission report. Like, don't tell people who won before we know who won. Like, I, I think part of this is perception. Like, you watch these votes come in, you're assuming Pennsylvania is going to go red because it went red last time and because everybody you know is a Trump fan. And then all the other electoral votes are in, and Trump clearly won if he won Pennsylvania, but Pennsylvania is a little slow on the draw, but all the media outlets are all talking like it's done. And then it doesn't go the way you're talking about. Pennsylvania didn't actually do anything wrong there. The media did. The media told you what was going to happen before they knew. The media kept reporting out real time. They need to stop reporting real time exactly where we're at. They need to be like, sit tight. <laughs> like, well, yeah. We're working on it. Like, don't even talk about it. Don't even. And, and like, Until they state, announce the results. If state certifies their results, you can announce it and be but like, okay, keep... Ohio has decided 100% that. But if you have to wait a day... Well, it's like, I don't think that's unreasonable. It's like ratings, they talk about like that. Well, I know advertisers that's, don't that's like that. But we literally have a commission that we created telling yeah. us that this is part of your problem. Look, I think we have figured out here that 
we have openly defied or ignored every single item on the Carter Baker Commission mm -hmm. report. So this is either intentional or we're getting stupider by the year. It's an no, I think what happened was it's like, you know, we got to get this son of a bitch out of office. You know, we need to do, we need to do, actually, let's do everything that's on this list. Let's not do Just this. Just do it backwards. And, yeah, do everything <laughs> on here. This is it. We reverse this thing, and that's how we win the election. That's what somebody did. You that's not, exactly what they did. You might be right. There's, no, a, there's no doubt about it. Do it backwards, and it's a roadmap for how to cheat. <laughs> yeah. I, you're not, yeah, it's not an unreasonable statement. Damn it, Jimmy's making sense. How many of these did I drink? <laughs> Shite. <laughs> and it's not, again, it's like you shouldn't, even if like, even if like, you know, your side wins, you still should be appalled. Yes. Because like it's our country. Well, because you want your vote to matter. Even if yeah. you don't believe it at this time, you exactly. want it to next time. Yeah. Um, what did we find out here in Tennessee? It was Nashville, right? Is that what yeah, it says? Nashville. Yeah. Now that I'm reading this, it reminds me. I Did, saw a video like right before I think. Well, what's up. the date on this article? Like, this, is this is from twenty So this may not be a current article. Let's see. What is it? Fact check. So, all right, we'll see what it says. Uh, well, the investigation is ongoing. Is the investigation done? Do we have a newer article that we can look at? Something. That, maybe go to news. Yeah, tools here. Anytime. Fact check Nashville yeah, bombing. The, Is that what you were on? Past month. Let's past see. Is there anything new in the past month? Is anybody updated this? Pipe bomb, 70 pounds of marijuana found after explosion. That ain't it. No. Seems interesting. I love too, <laughs> I love too how you have fact checkers that are like Republican based fact oh, checkers, fact checkers and Democratic based yeah. fact checkers. And then each, each like side is like, oh, I fact checked it. Yeah. Well, my favorite is Facebook. <laughs> Remember Facebook fact checker? They were gonna yeah, get, they were yeah. gonna get sued over their fact checking, and they was like, they said, we don't actually fact check. That's an opinion. Yeah. And they're like, will you call it the Facebook fact checker? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but it's just opinions. Yeah. And they're like, so you can't really do anything to yeah. us. Punch and they're like, but you can't call it fact checking if it's opinions. <laughs> what, what are you doing? I guess they can. Um, I can't find anything more. So recent. nothing. So they yeah. they buried the story. Mm -hmm. Is there anything to go out like two months? See what I mean? I think the best I can do. They is spared nothing. Even when right, even fine. when information comes out, they bury the information. It's this is ridiculous. There we go. One year later. Okay, one year later. That's something I, they added to this list because they uh, didn't this have is an officer. Is this it? Are we gonna it's, find anything? No, this is just about one of the officers that responded. Oh man, like I, I want to know. Bottom line is they blew up. The, they put all the voter machines in a building and blew it up. Okay, so so that's they didn't blow up a building. It was a guy in an RV who blew his RV up. Yeah, they outside just outside of the building. outside the building. Yeah, and yeah, and blew up all the, the machines. Down. It did. It did burn the. Building oh, just down. coincidentally, he happened to blow his RV up in the street where in front of the building where all the voting machines were. It blew up all the voting machines. Is that a coincidence? I don't know. But I, th I think the story was that there was a supercomputer there that housed the voting results. Is that the story? I think. Yeah. I don't know. There's web searches. So it wasn't all of the voting machines? Had a contract to conduct a forensic mm -hmm. audit. I find it ironic that you can't even find oh, any information. Oh, that's right. That was, that was where they were doing the audit. Yeah. Okay. Isn't it ironic you can't even find information on it now? But this is, I mean, this is from Dominion, so they're saying that they well, of course. didn't have the contract. Yeah, well, they're not going to, they're not helpful. AT&T switching damage center by explosion. How is the supercomputer being used to alter the election's outcome? Uh, I was absolutely saying it was used to alter the election's outcome. Is that the story? Is that what the, I don't understand I that. I think this, so this When is we do our down. next conspiracy article, one, can we do one do on this? One of this, yeah. All right, so this, what was the other one we talked about today? We had another conspiracy we talked about. Oh, uh, yeah, Epstein. Epstein, yeah. So Epstein, this, and then we just got to find a third. Because I this one I'd love to see somebody dig into and find out all the info on it, because this one blows my mind. Um. I don't know about Dominion. If Dominion's anything like ESS, there is no supercomputer. But it, they may do it totally differently. But Dominion has accusations that their machines are networked, that they're capable of communicating on the internet. So that's a very different scenario than ESS. We could dig into it next week. You are we? Are we ready to do another conspiracy episode? Well, we just do. Let's just do. Let's just figure that out. We could probably talk about that for an hour. I think so. About blowing up a building in Nashville. Yeah. 
about how the whole thing transpired, what happened, who's saying what, how many, you know, what's Dominion say, what's so-and-so say, what's, you know, Tennessee governor say, what's... At this point. What's that? I feel like it's so buried that over... I think it's, it's you, conspiracy theory, so it's. I think you just can't find episode. information. I think the information is being. It's buried. You know, it's Google. Did, did the bomber kill himself in the bomb? Yeah. So, and I I remember this very clearly now because I saw a video. So what he did is he had an RV. He was inside the RV, and he put out an announcement over his like loudspeaker, like clear the area, just telling people to get the hell out of the out of the way. <sighs> okay, so not only did they specifically target the AT and T building, but they did it at least to possible casualties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dun dun. Uh, you know, you want, to, you want to put another one on the conspiracy list? Which one? All right, the building that came down in Miami. Oh yeah, with oh, yeah. with uh, McAfee's McAfee's stuff. building. And if we're gonna keep doing this, there's another one. Um, we could do a whole episode on McAfee. Oh man, can we do a McAfee, McAfee. episode? A McAfee it technically episode. it's technical too, so it's not <laughs> violating our charter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, McAfee is nuts. He was nuts, and I want to read more about him. Like, I'll like, find his blog. I remember following that dude when he was in, what was it? El he Salvador. got crazy. He was like a freaking... Uh, yeah, he went nuts. Only in America can a, he's like, a patently insane human being. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, you know, there's no... But yeah, but there's like, there's probably some good reason why he went nuts too. Like he was privy to some information that he thought was pretty jacked up. And he exposed it, and that's why he had to go on the run. I think we need to reboot the conspiracy art episode. And I don't think we do just one conspiracy. I think we got to pick three. But we got to pick three less obvious ones. Like the last one we did, like the pyramids. Well, you just did three. McAfee. McAfee. Epstein. McAfee, Epstein. You got to do Epstein. And the bombing. And the the Nashville bombing. That's a pretty solid conspiracy. McAfee, though? Dude, you could literally do shows on each one of those. Well, the conspiracy was that his apartment was in that building that came down in Miami. And he had announced on his blog that he was keeping evidence in his apartment on the people that were trying to kill him and all the things and reasons why they were trying to kill him was all in that apartment. Yeah. And then, you know, the building drops. not long later, all of a sudden, a perfectly sustainable building oh my God. just collapses in a way. There were some engineering issues collapse. with the building. Oh, no, the pool had a leak. Ah, <laughs> 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 building. I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> anyway, McAfee. <laughs> I say McAfee. Almost all of those could be their own episode. Hey, they almost could. Epstein could. We could talk about Epstein yeah. all day. You can, we can streamline Epstein in 20 minutes. Hey, I mean, you'd have to give you. Give, you like I'm sorry, people, 15. People know enough about it. Yeah, yeah you got to go a little high level in 20 okay. minutes, but you can do it. I don't think a lot of people know about uh, McAfee. I, that one slid a little under the radar. I agree. But there's a, there's a rich backstory there to that crazy bastard that uh, I think people would enjoy. The Monero. He lived Mon- on Monero for like the last year. Yeah, because it was untraceable. Yeah. They still got him. <laughs> they yeah, still, still got, got him. him. I mean, he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but they got him. He's self-killer. They got him. It's, they're crafty like that. They always get you. <laughs> All right, that's it. I got through my seven items. I really thought this was too short of an agenda, but apparently I, I underestimated our ability to bullshit. So any final thoughts? Are we missing anything here, guys? Final thoughts. I don't really know. No. Mm-mm. I think goddamn right. we need a, a, like our election system to be right. I this is like this was just like a disrespectful it was scenario to everybody in America. I don't if if we don't as ta- as voters start getting some of these guys that were in these states where these crazy things were happening and start voting them out of office, I'm losing faith not in the electoral system but just in I, so, yeah, voters in general mm-hmm. yeah in our I mean, country yeah in our country i mean tom wolf was literally the worst governor i have ever seen and his lieutenant governor who is worse than him is pulling fairly well <laughs> that is Fetterman. terrifying Fetterman's yeah but look at his competition too dr oz Mastria- no dr oz is senate oh is he mastriano is the front runner on the electoral uh, side i thought uh fetterman was going for senate is Fetterman going for Senate? I, thought, I don't know. No, I thought he was going for the governor's seat. No, I think he's running for Senate. What the crud? Look yeah, it up. Hold sure. on. I know we're at time, but let's let's make sure everybody who's not in Pennsylvania knows about Pennsylvania politics. You know, I had an interesting conversation. The governor is, what, is is he running for governor? Did he announce? Yeah, he announced, didn't he? 
Yeah, I was pretty sure he did. Oh, for Senator. Oh, you're right. John Fetterman. So who's the Fetterman? I heard who's his the Democratic name candidate for the gubernatorial frontrunner for PA. You had an interesting conversation with somebody a week or two ago. Yeah. And you look at politicians and you would say, well, that why is that stupid person? Mm-hmm. Why why does it seem like, you know, people with like lacking common sense get into politics because the upper echelon that really runs the show wants stupid people there? Of course they do. Because that's how they abuse the system. Yeah, they don't want Elon Musk. Oh, Shapiro. 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 The name you hate to trust. <laughs> Isn't that his song? I don't know. Might be. Ma- the name you trust to hate? You're not talking about Ben. No. No, no, no. no. That's Josh the... Shapiro, he's the AG, uh, attorney general. He's the attorney general. He's the evil Shapiro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ben Shapiro is the good Shapiro. They're going to, at the end of days, they're going to clash. He's a savvy little That's guy. how Armageddon starts, is the battle of the Shapiros. All right. That's enough. Everybody, vote. It matters. Right. Maybe. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great day. <laughs> The Broken Agenda Podcast. Sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology.